Hey, good morning, my friends. What's going on? <clears throat> We're talking, uh, shit, what is even the, the 12th? I think the, today's the 12th of February, man. That happened quick. Yes, yes. <clears throat> What's cool is that we're three-quarters of the way, or at least halfway through the winter now. February's done. It'll be over with before we know it, right? Things are going well. You know? this uh, Early part of this week, uh, Monday, Tuesday, were fucking rainy, all right? And had a lot of people squeamish on the ropes, getting this friggin' scary Sundays, not wanting to commit to their schedules, all that shit. It was palpable, you know? I'm a student of this stuff. I feel it. I don't know if I should. You know, that if it ain't raining, we ain't training. Philosophy that I espouse. Well, I do do that, but the rest of the, the reality is that the rest of the world does not, and so, unfortunately, we're subject to the, uh, look at this guy, it's fucking crazy, can't help but go on a little segue past this, uh, landscape yard, all right, up on my house, good place, whenever there's a pickup truck in the lot with a big Trump sign, flag hanging or posted in the bed, and myself, first of all, I think Donald Trump's a piece of shit, just as a person, character, I don't understand how people are in love with this guy, alright, is he the freaking Satan himself, no, I don't think, I think we're all a little bit satanic, you know, but uh, he's definitely a piece of shit, definitely not anybody you want to invite to Thanksgiving dinner, he's not somebody that, that, uh, that you would want to be friends with, is he? The way he treats people, the way he hoists everybody up as the best of the best when they're in his good graces and when you fall out of favor, all of a sudden you're a piece of shit. <clears throat> How many people has he done that to? You know, position them as like the leader in their industry or their segment of the, of the government. And then un- all of a sudden throw them under the bus, you know, and, and shit. How many people from his administration or from his campaign are doing time? Uh, the integrity is lacking, and I don't like that. So it just interests me that you would see a, a landscape yard, a very working class um, setting that the people who are, you know, they're... they're not below the poverty line, they're hard-working people, they're out there in the cold and the heat, you know, lifting stones, freaking putting out sod, doing whatever, man, hard work, I've done a little bit of landscaping in my day, and folks who typically do landscaping, um, just my opinion has been my observation. They're not political geniuses. They're not people who are, they're not intellectuals. They don't tend to be like that. I know and love plenty of people who are landscapers, all right? Working class. And I got a flair for that myself. I love that shit. Getting dirty, working hard. You know, to bring home the bacon. I got a flair of that in me. It just perplexes me when you see people who are 
you know, basically in the trenches in society. Uh, tradesmen, working class folk, good people, salt of the earth, that they like this guy who has never gotten his friggin' dirt under his fingernails his entire fucking life and makes all kinds of promises and, like, he's going to do shit. And he hasn't, you know, he hasn't done a lot of things. Arguably, a president cannot do as much as they say they're going to do when they camp their campaign. Not arguably. That's a fact. So it's a sale. It's a freaking sales pitch that all these politicians are giving you. The notion that I would... What, what would a politician need to do in order for me to, you know, put a flag, a freaking 4 by 6 or 5 by 8 flag in the center of the bed of my truck and drive around like this is a brand that I like... When would you ever, if he wasn't, if he was not a politician, would he be a brand that you would like, that you would buy? Would you buy Trump water or Trump steaks or attend Trump University or stay at a Trump hotel? Likely not. So what the fuck are you talking about? Don't fall for the uh, the old banana in the tailpipe. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's what's happening. These politicians are friggin' sticking it right in your butt. And you're none the wiser. Why? I mean, why do you like this guy? Because he's got a. Because he seems like he's a, a dickhead. Like he's shaking things up. Yeah, he's shaking things up. If you're in the military, he might fucking send your ass out there <clears throat> into battle, unprovoked. He might keep you there for a very long time. Is he here? Your please? As a? Is he? You know. Uh, in some way responding to your industry and the success of your industry. Yeah, the economy's good. Is the econ- is that because of him? Jeez. Who the hell... You know what makes the economy good is consumer confidence. You know? People being... Having a sense that you got a good marketplace, a safe marketplace to sell your wares, to, to go out and be productive, to run a business. I mean... People are spending money, I guess. <clears throat> that all could change overnight. They have confidence in what? Consumer confidence in what? A freaking game show host of a president? Why? Because times, you know, just happen to be good right now. People kind of have a good feeling. You think that's because of him? It's one man. It's like he's the catalyst for um, us being in the black economically. Geez, how quickly that could change. And then how will you feel about Trump? I hope that doesn't happen. I am, I do tend to be kind of a middle-of-the-road guy. Anyway, saw that shit. Had to make a comment there. Never ceases to amaze me. I had a guy the other day. This is no bullshit now. Hell of a guy. Nice guy. New patient. He pays his copay $45 in cash, all right, two 20s and five singles, each of those bills were stamped with a red Make America Great Again Trump stamp in the middle, I'm saying, are you fucking kidding me, like, you're gonna, your money, you're gonna put a stamp on, you care that much about this guy, this candidate, this president, that you're gonna stamp Trump on the bills, what is that all about? What percentage of people even pay in cash these days? 
I understand why people go out of their way to make statements like that. It must be because they've got the uh, network news, their particular brand of network news on, you know, circuit, on just freaking on the reel, always playing in the background, subliminally uh, speaking to their mind, hey, you know, this is how you should feel about this, this is, you know, those Democrats, oh, fucking Trump, yeah, you know, he's great, they want to impeach him, you believe that they want to do this? Motherfucker broke the law. just this particular case is under scrutiny. Motherfucker broke the law in a bunch of ways. He'll do it again. Doesn't give a fuck. Um, so, <clears throat> sorry for that tirade, but uh, here we go. Heading down the obs. The sun is shining in my driver's side window here. Got my shades on. It's good to see spring starting to come out, it's going to be maybe 45, 50 degrees today, a little warmer, and hopefully the uh, people will come out of their shells, i got a full schedule in front of me, and I do my very best to serve these folks, um, this is a, an interesting time of year, the, the winter, like January, February can be a little bit trickery, tricky, in chiropractic and healthcare because, you know, we're not seeing people for rhinitis and shit, fucking sore throats and the coronavirus. We're seeing people for back pain, joint pain, neck pain, headache, and we see a lot of folks for that. But there's something about the cold and the dark that makes people just kind of want to hunker down and stay under the covers. I Shit, I get like that too. I'm not immune to that, that feeling. Um, so, you know, consequently, you get a lot of cancellations this time of year. You get a lot of uh, schedules and reschedules and people, because their insurance changes over. It's the beginning of the year and they are... Uh, they're wary about spending money, and they're just trying to, once again, dig out from Christmas and, and find their rhythm and, and have some sunshine come in there, you know, so, let's see. You have three new text messages. There's somebody wanting to get on my schedule. That's cool. I'd love to have that. love to hear that. So, I hope I have a nice, busy, productive day. I'm open to that possibility. I just dropped my daughter off at the, uh, at the bus stop. And as I said before, she freaking hates school, man. She don't like it. She doesn't seem to really like her classmates too much. I don't know what that's all about. Every day I drop her off and I try to impart some wisdom. Tell her, hey, you know, just be open to, you know, be kind to everybody. And be open to the possibility that, um, of whatever, you know, of goodness. Of being kind and receiving the same and um, making friends and learning something while you're at school. How crazy is it? I feel like my parents that are asking, hey, what'd you learn today, Johnny? How you doing? How'd school go? How are your classmates? Yeah, you make any friends? I feel like that when I talk to her, but there's just something there, like a disconnect where she does not like her teacher. She doesn't seem to have many 
favorites among her classmates, but I suspect that she's a little shy, too. But it's crazy, and I've said this before, I suppose. I always thought that Sam was going to be the problem socially. You know, he's freaking, oh, how was school? Oh, it was great. It was good. <laughs> and Lily, who's got everything together, I think she's a little too hard on herself. She's very, very much like her mother in that she's just ultra together. Everything's got to be just so. And so when things are not, she, um, she doesn't like that. And school is an environment that she can't control, you know. So among, uh, aside from art class and gym probably and recess, I think she hates it. Mostly because she hates her teacher. Maybe next year when she goes to the middle school, things will change there. I bet it will. I mean, I talked about you folks about this. My uh, son, he's been telling me about this social studies program he really likes, where everybody is like the middle ages and everyone is designated, like these teams, these groups within the class, they are formed up into groups, teams, classes. So he and his his group, they are peasants. And he's telling me, oh, there's peasants and there's nobility and there's this, this, that, and the other thing. And he had gold pieces and you get to answer questions. And his group isn't particularly good at answering questions. They have like 32, whereas the other teams, some of them have 60. And I said, well, all right, man, well, go tell the teacher that who I guess could be the king or queen. What do you think about uh, me working out of this peasant thing? You know, can I buy some land from you? Can we, uh, got any more work? You know, something like that. Just trying to imagine, trying to get him out of this mindset where he's got to be this peasant, stuck in this peasant role. And he insists as part of the game. He's like, oh, no, uh, it's... um, you can't do that. Uh, we're peasants until the end. So I guess you have to play your role in society. You have to see it through for this particular class or school year or whatever. And I suppose it's possible that a uh, peasant could turn into a lord or a nobility of some sort. Maybe get some land of his or her own or become, what the fuck are you doing? Move, dickhead. <clears throat> maybe get some land, maybe do a couple odd jobs, maybe you're going to work your way up to court jester, I don't fucking know. My thing is, game it, you know, game the mundane. Go in there and say, you know, refuse to accept this is where I'm at, and wanting to improve, wanting to be, um, to be better, wanting something more or if not wanting something more, doing the best of what with what you have. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm about. That's what I would want my my children to understand. Whether we're talking about my daughter not wanting to go to school because of whatever situations, teacher, classmates. She's a safety on the school bus. Kids are a bunch of assholes, apparently. 
But at some point, you got to stop. text messages. At some point, you got to stop responding to your external environment. And internally, you need to start making plays. You need to, to imagine, hey, I'm going to do this. Or I'm going to look at things this way today. Even though this is my predicament, I'm going to gamify it. In other words, I'm going to make... It's my challenge. It's a challenge to me to to win, to get beyond this obstacle, um, to climb this wall, to get through this maze, this labyrinth. And I think that that is, uh, you know, with a new day, a new dawn, a new day, a new challenge, a new life, next opportunity to friggin', you know, put some points on the board for the good guys. That's what it's about. It's a game. You know, my kids play sports, whether it's cheer or football or rugby now, Sam is starting to do. Basketball he's into. How can we win these games? You know, let's say we're not shooting very well today. Let's say we're not dribbling very well. We're getting fouled. My shoes are squeaky, you know. My, I hate the uh, my new cheer outfit. My team is not coordinated. All right, well, let's move beyond this. Let's let's find a way to win, right? Wouldn't that be cool? I think it would. I think it's important that we look at life that way. Try to you know, to make something out of today. And so here I go to my office, starting what will always be, you know, Wednesday, busy, patients, their problems, um, adders on to the schedule, cancellations, people leaving me hanging, people testing my nerves. All right, how can I look at that differently? How can I walk away from today feeling fulfilled and successful and like the mission was accomplished. You know, I always do. And I'm going to do that again today. And I'm going to teach my kids to do that. And I'm going to encourage others in my life to be like that. It's not easy. It's not like you say it and then it's, okay, it's just that simple. I'm going to put points on the board for the good guys today. I mean... Get some accountability, and you know. But now I got to put the effort under that. I got to make it stick. You got to make it stick. So today, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on ways to gain the mundane, to be ultra productive, to make my widgets, to make my own fun. You had five new text messages. My own positivity. And uh, force my will on the little small part of the world that is my charge, that is my responsibility. That's something that I can do with, I can mold. You know, last night we did some art, Lily and I. It was the best part of my day. I had a good day at school. I was off from the office yesterday. But I was uh, had a good day at the school, very fulfilling, very, uh, you know, good class. We covered the cardiovascular system. I really enjoyed that. 
did my best, was well received, I went home. I, I had a little rumbly in my tumbler. I didn't feel so good. I had a little friggin' diarrhea. Used my um, bidet. Cleaned my ass. Wiped up a little bit. And then Lily and I decided to do some fucking... Airbrushing. And we worked on two designs. One was a Statue of Liberty. And the other one was a skull with its brain hanging out. And they were fun. And we improved our skills. We learned how to adjust the air and adjust the paint. And she you was... Have six uh, new text messages. She was doing a great job. Both of us did. And there we laid on the... In the uh, art room. Or the... Uh, our little office on the downstairs floor of the house. And we worked on our shit. We worked on our art pieces, and sometimes we drew outside the lines, but we always uh, went back to safety, back inside the lines. And uh, the result, we got some pretty nice pictures there. And we're going to continue to do our, our artwork together. Because, it, you know, it makes us happy. It makes me happy. It makes me fulfilled to be there with my daughter, creating something, making something, spending time with her laughing with her, looking at the pieces of art with wonder and finding out new ways to do things. That should be life, right? Shouldn't that be life? Like, we find a way to endure, to enjoy, to defy the odds and be happy. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I will do. Everybody have a wonderful day. I'll check in with you later. Huh!